Heroes Film Podcast, a show dedicated to celebrating the ongoing mystery and dream that is cinema and tracing film history through the decades via the films that have meant the most to me. My name is John T. Cornford, and I'm a writer, editor, composer, music producer, and a lover of films. This week's episode of the show is part two of our end-of-year retrospective, looking back at the year of 2022. If you haven't listened to part one already, I do encourage you to also catch up on that episode. This week, I'm joined, same as last week, by Marty Cornford, and we are joined by Wilson Drayton. Enjoy the episode. Two. Let's do it. So last week we were going through uh, the movies that came out in the calendar year that we, uh, as we discovered, was a year. Mm. Um, in fact, we're still in that year. We are. It is definitely a year. In terms of years, it was a calendar one. Mm. Um, it was not a leap one. That's right. There were 360. But it wasn't even number. Day. That's true. Mm. It was, yeah, a year mm. that that much that much we can be certain of, yeah. Um, and movies nice. were released, mm. yeah, just a few, yeah. In 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 a in a year that was a year, there were, there were <laughs> <laughs> movies were released, <laughs> and we were talking about some of them before. It is a we, very special year, though. Yeah, two Pinocchio movies came out. I'm pretty sure there were three. I think there, there, there was, yeah. There was like that weird one where it was like, Dad. Like, yeah, like a really weird <laughs> like voice. Um, yeah, so what we might do... <laughs> what we might do is throw some of the categories that we went through in the last episode your way, Wilson, if you've got... I'm going to need to... Brief thoughts. you guys chose. No, no, no. It's just going to be quick fire, just like a one word... Resp- well, one... Just one movie response. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, a movie that surprised you. I said Phantom of the Open. You said... Everything Everywhere All at Once. Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Top, then you said... Top Gun. Top Gun. I thought that movie was going to suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> Turns it, out... It didn't. It didn't. It was real good and made me like tear up like every other second. I don't know why. I was real emotional watching that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I talked last episode as well about going to see that in the cinemas with... Someone dry retching in the row behind me. There was, there was a dude. <laughs> there was a dude snoring behind me. <laughs> Jack and I thought you were going to say snorting, and I'm just like, yeah, just like hitting the bags during a movie. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I, I was like snorting coke. No, he was like the whole movie was like. <laughs> Bro needed a sleep apnea machine. Yeah, probably wasn't even asleep. It was just. <laughs> Just breathing. Yeah, it's like it was actually a pig. It was Clive. Pa- it was actually just Clive Palmer. <laughs> I did look back at him a few times. He was a very big boy. <laughs> um, most forgettable. I said the Gray Man. Do you remember anything that happened in that movie? I'd never remember it came out this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I was gonna say Uncharted as well. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I'd never played the game. Had real, had no interest. Real, real bad. Yeah, from what We've- I remember. What hey! Did, what did you say for most forgettable? Um, Secrets of Dumbledore. That's right. That also came out this yeah. year. See, also learning new things. But things I actually like. I didn't hate it, but if I forgot about it, that's there right. Favorite final scene? I said bones and all. What did you say? 
I said the bit in Doctor Strange when he's walking in his dead body. Oh, yeah. I think Bodies, Bodies, Bodies has a very good final scene. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't mention that one last week. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. Also the last scene of Pinocchio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which we'll get to. Biggest disappointment. We both said Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm going to say Crimes of the Future. Yeah. I had very high expectations. It's not... Yeah, it's my own expectations because I had very high expectations because I watched Cronenberg leading up to it and it was just the same movie that I'd seen a couple of days prior. Yeah. Which it wasn't bad, but... If you want to hear more about that, go listen to our Videodrome episode. Nice. With uh, this man right here looking at me in the eyes. Mm, we talked about David Cronenberg and Videodrome and a bit of Crimes of the Future. I David agree. David Cronenberg I, has a really nice haircut. He does. It's, very, it's kind of Lynch-esque. It is, yeah, it's very Lynch-esque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Crimes of the Future. <laughs> 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 it was. It was. It wasn't awful. Like it's, it's well made, but it just was disappointing. Yeah. I and also, think, yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder was real poopy. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite franchise movies. We'll talk about. Uh, Black Panther, the Batman, the Top Batman, Gun, Top Gun. Those are what I said. Um, yeah. I I mentioned. I didn't write Black Panther. <laughs> no, I mentioned Avatar, which I know that you Woo! didn't love. This movie is so ass. Have you seen Avatar? No. Well, I've I haven't seen the new one. It's to be fair. Oh, at, at the time of recording, it's been out for like three days. So yeah. it's not the worst I'm crime, watch crime against cinema. Probably tomorrow. <sighs> Don't watch it in three D. I'm not going to. Did you see it in three D? Yeah, I, and I was saying last episode, I um, as soon as I put on the glasses oh and it started, God. I immediately regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I could mean from where I was sitting. Yeah. This is a part of the reason why I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand it. Is none of the 3D was like cool for like, you know, first 10 minutes. And I'm positive that James Cameron just went, oh shit. It's a 3D movie. We have to reinvent 3D. Mm. Let's just put everything in the, all the main characters in the foreground yes. and everything else in the background yes. and make everything in the background look like complete dog shit. Yeah. And then if, if someone's interacting with something in the side of the frame, let's make that look so out of focus and awful. And also all the subtitles are, were out of focus. Yes. It was so hard to just like look at. And also the first 20 minutes to oh, half right. hour, I don't actually remember how long it was, but when they're still in the forest. Yeah. And there's all these like vines it looks, that, that, looks are, so that are in the foreground that are like just out of get out of the way yeah. like, <laughs> in yeah. front of the characters, but because of the 3D, they're it's like so distracting. You can't see the characters because there are these. It feels like you got to like brush them out of the way. Yeah. It was mm. so annoying. Also, the frame rate thing. Oh my god! I'll say, I'll oh say my Marty, god! <laughs> it is so bad because it goes back and forth. <laughs> it feels like it whenever like, it, it starts oh. lagging. Like yes, that's it what it does. It does. There's a bit at the end when it goes into the Titanic. Yes. And like, and it goes back people, and forth. It goes back and forth, and one of them looks so bad. Yeah, because the other one looks like a video game. Yeah, because it's it's uh, it's probably sixty fps, isn't I, it? I think it's I think it just doubled it. it, it yeah, yeah. So well, whatever it is, it, it goes to a high frame rate, and it looks really smooth. And with the with the like the cinematography, it looks good. Is great. Yeah, but then mm. it will go to a different shot, and it looks and like it, fucking <laughs> shit. And it just it looks awful, <laughs> which would normally be fine, but because it's directly being yeah. contrasted mm. with. One of them double the frame yeah. rate. It just oh. it feels like it hits a lag. It, it's it was sitting in the cinema, and I had the same reaction as when you're watching something on Netflix, yeah, and lags. suddenly it lags. <laughs> it starts buffering the, yeah, in starts the cinema, and the definition drops. And yes, the, and it, yeah, and I was, just, and then it goes from sections where it's like in 24 for a while, yeah. and then it doubles, and you're like, oh yeah, it's doing this now, and it looks like a video game, and then you're like, 
it just looks like a really shitty video game cutscene. Yeah. I, it made it like borderline unwatchable. Because he's like, I, it, it was so distracting. It, it was so bad. It, it could have been a, like, I, I actually, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was amazing. I think it's too long, but yeah. If that had been, if they just committed to like, cause here's the thing. It didn't if, need if to you're going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to revolutionize cinema, which James Cameron very clearly <laughs> thinks that that's his role. <laughs> He's like, I'm the most important cinema, like film director of all time, which, you know, say what you want about James Cameron. He makes interesting movies. Um, commit to making yeah. Avatar 2 in 60 FPS. Yeah. Brother like took if, 13 years if and you don't wrote have the, the same abi- script. That's right. If you don't it's have, shocking. if you don't have the ability to make the whole movie in 60 <laughs> FPS, just make it in standard 24. Yeah. Don't go back and forth. The reason they did it is to make the 3D look better, but I don't know. 3D's- 3D's look like the butthole anyway. 3D should go down the toilet and stay there. Like I just, it's so annoying. Just like Wilson's poo, if you remember last week. Nice. It's bump. (laughs) That's a callback. um, (laughs) It's tough. It's just like, I'm paying paying extra money to wear glasses that don't fit on my head. (laughs) (laughs) And they give me a headache because I'm like, it it involuntarily makes you switch folk. Like it just, I hate it. Everything (laughs) about it. Watching that movie with glasses and 3D glasses, I genuinely had to take them off at points and then just like stare at how bad the screen looked in in 2D in the 3D session. Yeah. Cause I was like, I cannot stand this. I think we're all in agreement. How do you feel about 3D, Marty? Um, I'm glad it died. I think it is a looking up at us from hell, <laughs> thinking, why are they trying to bring me back? Mm. But I can't wait to watch this movie, not in 3D. Yeah, no, don't. don't the thing is, though, I kind of want to see it again because I feel like I would have a better experience if I didn't see it in 3D. Mm. But as I want to sit started. through that middle hour and a half again, never again. So, yeah. The whale, there's like... Th- Three too many whale scenes. <laughs> That's true. I'd probably agree. Um, I but yeah, I think when you're when you're someone who is a already has made the most successful film of all time yeah. twice, and b needs to make the most successful <laughs> film of all time for a third time to break even. Yeah, I don't think he gives a shit about how long it is. Nah. Um, nah. Yeah. It was a very funny letterbox review I read about that. Mm. About the the editing bay and how they weren't going to cut. Oh, I think I read the same one. Let it's me very find funny. it. It's very funny. Let's fill while I get letterboxed up. But yeah, boy, oh boy. The thing is though, I think that movie was always destined to fail in my eyes because I went in, <laughs> damn, I went in with such low expectations mm. and they were met within minutes. Oh no. <laughs> um, it's oh. Dakota Joaquin on letterboxed. Um, it's a masterpiece. Who I think I know of a review. I feel like I've I follow them some on another platform. They might be a listener. I've just gone through and their their most recent film that they've logged was She Said, which we were talking about off mic. Oh yeah, gave it one and a half stars. That's a hot take. Um, Avatar: The Way of Water, three and a half stars. Strap in. Way too high. (laughs) Way too high. Uh, This this is. Dakota's review of Avatar, The Way of Water. I actually have a very close friend who worked intimately with the editing team behind Avatar, The Way of Water. And let me tell you, the absolute nightmare it was to get James Cameron to cut anything from this film. The first day, the first day of the official editing process, the editing team showed up at the editing bay at 5.30am sharp when Cameron told them to arrive. For seven hours straight, they were left waiting at a locked door for Cameron to arrive. 
Eventually, fed up, the senior editor of the team stormed off and started to look for James Cameron. 30 minutes go by, no word. Finally, he came back to the team who were all still waiting outside the locked door. My friend asked how it went. At first, the senior editor didn't say anything. When my friend asked again, the senior editor's blood-soaked face slowly slid off, revealing James Cameron standing above them. The motherfucker had skinned the senior editor alive, head to toe. Watching in absolute shock and horror, the editing, editing team sat there petrified. James Cameron then threw the bloody skinned face at the foot of the team and leaned in real, leaned in real close. And in an almost sharp-like whisper, he uttered, not a single fucking minute of my film will be cut. Not one minute. <laughs> Thus, here we all are, for, forced to watch 190 minutes of blue people swimming underwater. <laughs> I, 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 well done. Like, there was this story of, like, James Cameron was like, yeah, like, I handed in the script for Avatar 2, and then they gave me three pages of notes. Yeah. I handed in the script of Avatar 3, they gave me one page, and then in Avatar 4, it just said, fuck yeah. Those movies, if they ever come out, are going to suck so much penis. But I really <laughs> hope Avatar 3 is... Oh, no, it's kind of a spoiler. Yeah, don't zip it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. I was going um, to spoil the ending by accident. I don't know if that's exactly what the studio said. So some nerd is like, I didn't say fuck you. It said, yes, fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care enough about James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. He seems like a bad person Bro, who abuses his stars. Script. Straight mm. up. You nearly drown someone in... Yeah, in Titanic. Something. Yeah, no, don't. Titanic. Uh, Kate Winslet, like the lead. Yeah, sick. yeah. I yeah, wish awesome. that clam chowder killed him. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Someone poisoned James yeah. Cameron. So, um, talking about blue cats. <laughs> because I know Marty doesn't watch heaps of horror movies, I've brought in this uh, this uh, category to favorite scary movie. That's mm. um, a little bit broader than just favorite horror movie. Um, Wilson and I have plenty of horror movie picks that we can talk about. Marty, why don't you go first? Favorite movie this year that scared you? So I just want to start off with saying I'm I mentioned it briefly last week, but I spent half of this year. <laughs> I think Wilson just shat out of his mouth. Um, I spent half of this year in Outback Australia, where Yeehaw. they didn't really show any movies that weren't like big blockbusters. Avengers Endgame. So I didn't really get to see any horror scary movies but i did see nope and real good. nope is real good so i'm gonna say nope it's my favorite scary movie you know what i say to nope yep yep nope. nice yeah nope's great saw it twice i think um I've i saw it once it and then twice. i didn't come and see it with you the second time because of things it was a whole thing mm. <laughs> sounds like a big old deal come on to my other podcast and we'll talk about that um I think I got to agree with you. Nope was real good, but I got some others. Please, Barbarian. Hell yeah, was boy! Fantastic as hell. I had another one, but it's actually completely escaped my brain. Was it Buddies, Buddies, Buddies? It wasn't. Was it the Gray Man? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, it was, was Doctor it? Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Oh yeah, that was dope. It wasn't really a horror movie, but I'm counting it because it it had Sam scary Ray, bits. Scary. Was scary. It was a scary movie. <laughs> it was boy. a scary movie. No, I just love. I think from the section where there is a fight with notes of off sheet music. Yeah. Best fight scene in that whole MCU. Best fight scene 
I would say ever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, from that point on to the end of the movie, I genuinely think that movie is perfect. It is so good. Mm. That's when he also resurrects the the dead Doctor Strange. Yeah, amazing. And then there's also like that bit where, is it the, what's her, what's the girlfriend's name? Whatever her name is. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Her character her name character is, is. Rachel McAdams. Because um, he, Oh, that's so John yeah. Krasinski. Um, <laughs> let's move on. I don't, no one's going to remember. Um, that bit, I think she's fighting like the goblins that are coming in. And it's on like the evil dead, like camera running around yeah. thing. It's Christine. Christine Palmer is her name. I there think. Nerd. Anyway, yeah, that yeah, scene yeah. is awesome. And I loved it. And it's real good. And John Krasinski gets turned into noodles. Poor John Krasinski. That he does. Poor guy. Um, oh man, I also love Barbarian. Um, I think <laughs> this, so this is like okay. So for, tragic for anyone that's like thinking of when um, and we're going to talk about this later as well. Is um, is getting Goonshine on the air? Anyone in the future that ever wants to book the Goonshine boys on a podcast, <laughs> you got to be ready for just like the impossibility of editing around burping into microphones and laughing. I was, I was respectful that time. I went away. Um, I moved away. And the best thing is that you're going to edit our podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what I've got myself into. Um, I also think Barbarian's fucking it's fantastic. so good. I think that is probably my favorite. I that think, and Nope are like tied. So it's, it's if I can talk about it a little bit, it, I, I think it's, there are so many horror movies now, like uh, and, and like the the A twenty four brand of horror movie, where they're trying to be like, I like I hate this phrase elevated horror ele- exactly. <laughs> I hate this phrase elevated horror as if there's anything wrong with just being a horror movie. Um, Barbarian is like the opposite, where it's leaning into oh, yeah. just being like a gross sleazy oh, horror, it's horror so movie. Foul. Um, and there are some moments in particular that I the cinema that I was in. There was a couple, like, three rows in front of me. And the girlfriend was so upset that her... Whether it was a date or they were like, whatever. Was so upset that she'd been brought to this movie. <laughs> and there are a couple of moments in particular. Um, some of it reminded me of, like, there's a really gross thing that happens towards the end of um, Don't Breathe. Reminded me of yeah. that, where it just yeah. went hard right-hand turn into some gross just shit. foul. That I was like... So hell into. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and like the other thing it does really well is comedy. Yes. Horror movie. That's what I was going to say. I, there's, gen- there's one or two scenes that I was like genuinely laughing yes. out loud. Like I was having a fantastic time and I went, oh man, yeah. it's going to get scary. It's going to yeah, get yeah, scary yeah. Like, again. Horror, horror <laughs> and comedy is such a difficult thing to pull off. Yeah. Because, and like, so Scream 5 came out this year, which is called Scream, which. Scream. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Um, ah. That's one that. I, I don't think is nearly as good at balancing comedy and horror. Have you seen Scream? I have not. I haven't okay. seen any of them. Okay. Well, there is there is one scene in particular in Barbarian where, without spoiling it, because it's still relatively new, and if you haven't seen it, you need to see it unspoiled. There are some twists and turns that are just, like, will knock you out. There's one scene after the first twist, where which involves someone measuring a room... <laughs> That is so fucking funny. Yeah. Like genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Laughing out loud. Yeah. 
while at the same time. It's very tense. I think the, the yeah. laughter comes from the tension. It's the, it's like this nervous yeah. laughter because yeah. while you're laughing at this thing, you're also aware that there's something that Looming. this character does not know about yeah. yet Yeah, that could rear its head at any point. And get all scary on and you. Yeah. It is so well done. Yeah. Um, and some of, the, some of the effects as well are pretty yeah, gross. Pretty um, I'm all down with that sort of yeah, thing. Just remind me of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking through my list. Men, men also yes, came out this year. Men. Men's awesome. Men, I love men. <laughs> I love men. <laughs> um, I love Alex Garland, and I think men is fantastic. Do I, we talked about men a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? From memory, uh, very briefly. I don't very remember. Briefly, yeah. Um, I think I did say I love men. Yes. I think I've said that many times <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> um, Whoops. One that people may not have seen um, is The Innocence, which is a Dutch film, I think. I think. Dutch. I'm be annoyed at myself if I've got that wrong. Um, but it is creepy kid movie. It's... A little subgenre of horror that I love, creepy kid kids movie. being creepy, um, big time. It's it's probably more in that A twenty four vibe of horror movie, like slow and atmospheric without many big jump scare moments, but really upsetting, really scary. Highly recommend it. Um, Mad God, yeah, which I still haven't seen. We have to watch that. Yeah, because I, I know you've got a copy of it. It's now. so good. Um, it is fantastic, and it's not. It's it's disgusting. Mm. It is probably the grossest thing I've watched this year. A new release that I've watched this year. And it's a stop motion. It's a stop motion. A- animation, it's Bill yeah. Tippett. It took him like 25 years to make it. And it's fantastic. But there's also some things in that movie that are so foul. Mm. But are so well done. One mm. that probably I'm, I'm anticipating mm. will, will be on my list when it comes to Australia is Pearl. Which is the yeah. prequel to X. I've heard mixed things, but I'm excited to see it. Because I, th- I, I think I, I like X, I think, more than you did, Wilson. I didn't hate it. Whatever. I just wasn't ex- – it's not the movie I was expecting it to be. That's right. kind of my thing. I was expecting it – I don't really know what I was expecting, but I just heard it was really good, and I was like, hell yeah. And then it was just like a really fun, campy horror movie. Yeah. Which I, I liked it, but this yeah. boy would not need – doesn't feel the need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm you, still here. Bro hangs dong. What's his name? Kid Cuddy hangs oh, dong. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think as an my, absolute sausage. I think my letterbox <laughs> review of X was literally just Kid Cuddy and then the shocked emoji. <laughs> um, two Brothers others that I'll throw in there as long. well as horror movies that I really liked were the Hellraiser yes. remake. It was really good. It was really good. Um, and the Black Phone. Did you see that one? No, I was meaning to. But I um, more, of a, more of a thriller than a horror. But, but it was scary. There were some good scares. It's a scary boy. <laughs> it was very scary. Um, a scary boy. It was so scary. Can you imagine if we had silly boy on on the podcast? I promise I won't go. No, I, I'm I'm gonna veto you doing silly boy. That's fair enough. Silly boy himself. Silly. If you're not if you're not up to speed on who silly boy is, um, go listen to the Auntie Donna podcast. Um, yeah, so I think I mean there. I saw lots of horror movies this year, but those are probably the ones that I'd recommend. Especially the Innocence um, didn't come out in Australia until 2022, so I'm counting it. Um, Rats! I saw it on iTunes. I rented it. I'm sure there's a Blu-ray somewhere. That means but I can watch it on iTunes. Yeah, I don't know if it's on streaming anywhere in Australia, but you can rent it. So, highly recommend that one. I watched Event Horizon for the first time. Did you? 
I don't know if that counts, but oh, we talked about this. Really That's right. Good. That movie is fucking awesome. It's really. And good. I just remember I texted Jonty and I said, "This movie has the least erotic, like, a nudity scene in the whole of cinema." And then Jonty said, "Watch this movie." And I remember thinking, "No." <laughs> Do I you remember, remember what it was? I don't remember what I said. It was the movie Possession. It was something that was. I remember. Then you started telling me in person what it was, and I was like, "I don't really <laughs> want to do that." But um, yeah, yeah I loved Event Horizon. Look Sam Neil's Sam Neil's face, like <laughs> inside out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Great movie. Um, Makes a good double bill with um, in the mouth of mouth of madness, the John yeah. Carpenter one. Also, Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Sam Neil's done some doing crazy, crazy horror movies. Mm. Jurassic I Possession. Yeah. That Possession. Yeah. The first Jurassic Park <laughs> movie is kind of scary. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's so scary. It's really scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great yeah. film. I love that original. And I think Jurassic hey, Park 3 fucking sucks. You know what's Sorry. really good that came out this year? Jurassic World Dominion. Dominion. I remember that movie. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I saw it. I All genuinely I can't was, remember if I saw it or not. There was a thing about cockroach. I think they're like big bugs. Yeah. Big bug. I've, mm. I haven't seen... I saw Jurassic World and then haven't seen Fallen Kingdom Fallen is one Kingdom of the worst movies yeah. I've ever seen. And Dominion is dumb and forgettable. So it's Dominion. Nice. Nice. Next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Next category. Let's move on to uh, favorite trip to the cinema. So not necessarily the movie itself, uh, but I'm sure I'm assuming the movie the itself Green Knight. will have a lot to do with it. Yeah. Seeing the Green Knight <coughs> at the Ritz Cinema in Randwick. Hell yeah. We nice, went with... Uh, nice burp, dude. Thanks, man. We went with... Uh, My papa. Wilson Drayton's father. Adrian yeah. Drayton is the yeah. goat. I know he does actually clapping. listen to... I don't know if he's listened him. to all of them, but he does. I'm clapping him. <laughs> Give it up for Adrian Drayton. Um, Had yeah. good so far. Um, I know he does listen to he some has, of these. Yeah. So if you're listening, good day, Adrian. Um... Yeah, that was awesome. I was there with it was, yeah, it was fun. screening Real as good. well. Um, I feel like the Ritz will show up in most, if not all of our picks for this uh, category. Um, what about... Because uh, here's something I found interesting, and I don't know if this is true, but because The Green Knight was an Amazon mm. production, yeah. in the cinema, do you remember this? Before The yeah, Green the Knight Amazon started. Logo came up and like, it was really jarring. Like when you watch something on streaming yeah. and like the, the logo comes yeah. up. It was really jarring. With the jingle, like the Amazon Prime oh. logo came <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, it's the... It's, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... It came up before Knives Out and that was weird. Yeah, no, yeah. that was weird, yeah. yeah. It was really weird. Well, so, anyway. I mean, uh, one of my favourites was, was probably Knives Out. Um, do you see that the Ritz Randwick? I certainly did, and they had a um, knives out cocktail. Actually, did they, ha- they have a really big onion. No, oh, yeah. missed opportunity. I'm sure if he went up to the bar, I was like, "Can I just like buy an onion?" <laughs> an onion. Um, <laughs> I don't think no, I, went, I went with. Oh, bar. imagine if you know how when people watch the room, they throw spoons. Imagine yeah. if in like ten years, people watch glass <laughs> onion and just throw onions at the screen. <laughs> They've got some weight behind them. <laughs> yeah, just tear the screen down. Yeah. That, that was up there. I think another one for me, also at the Ritz, was uh, not a 2022 release movie, but I saw Martyrs for the first time at Ritz, and it was genuinely upsetting. <laughs> it, but, like, you know what? Like, and and I, I totally recognise and accept that people that don't like horror movies would just have 
next door to no interest in something like Martyrs, especially going to see it in a theatre. But, like, it was packed and being in a room, getting made uncomfortable collectively. That's just the best um, feeling, isn't it? It was good. Yeah. I really, really, and I, I now own it um, and I haven't been bold enough to put, <laughs> to put it back on. Because, it, like, I, it's the closest I've come to walking out of a movie without actually walking out of a movie. And not because it was bad, but because I, it was almost too much. Damn. Um, so, yeah, that's a glowing endorsement <laughs> for, for Martyrs. Um, what about you? Who is the Batman? I yeah. actually have, Love it. I have a question. Yeah. Do you have a category? This is really unprofessional of me. Do you have a category that's favorite movie watched that didn't come out this year? We I will. I didn't, but now we do. Because I have a favorite time, first time watching a movie. Yeah. And I was watching the movie Audition. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell that, me about that. <laughs> that was an experience. Please share. Nathan Cornford over here. I will say, for people that haven't seen Audition, it's over 20 years old now. Um, so we, I don't care about, I feel like we're allowed to spoil, spoil it. it? Okay. Skip ahead five minutes. Yeah, please do. If you haven't seen it and you want to see it unspoiled, skip ahead five minutes. What should I do? Just listen. I, I don't think you would enjoy this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will stay here then. I think you would Be actively upset, not actually. enjoy this movie. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to do you a favor and Thank say, you. You, it, <laughs> yeah. I think it was a very fun experience. I think it was a perfect way to watch the movie Audition mm-hmm. because I'll let, let me tell you a little story. Please. I came over to Jonathan Cornford's house <laughs> yes. and we watched fucking Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Great film. And then after playing some board games, John T mm. goes, do you want to watch another movie? We, had, said, it, we had another friend Oh, we had another friend well. over. And he had left after watching Monsters, Inc. and playing yeah. the Rick and Morty board game. Oh, the card one? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Sort of like Mafia. And, oh, it's and, a good John, game. and John T goes, I was like, I'll go home or you're not. No, John T goes, I'm going to watch the movie. And I said, well, I was going to go home, but now it looks like I'm not because watching movies, that's what I do mm. occasionally. Um, and then I sat down and John T. Cornford said, hey man, let's watch this movie audition over here. And I said, okay, what's it rated? He said, I'm not going to tell you that. And I said, what's it about? He goes, doesn't matter. Just, we'll, we'll watch it. <laughs> and then it but, starts. But it's a shame that we don't do a video for this podcast because I'm grinning ear to ear while he's telling this story. And the first hour is like the weirdest, not weird. It's just like a very odd, like rom-com. Yeah. That, yeah, it was just so real weird. It's, it's about a, a man whose wife has passed away oh, yeah, that and, and well. is looking for a new girlfriend, a new mm. uh, woman that he ideally will marry. And, and you know, um, <clears throat> and so he and his friends set up a fake production company and put out a casting call for a movie. For beautiful women. That they want to cast for this movie, and so hence the name Audition. Um, and so when they're auditioning these women for the the movie mm. um he's actually looking at them with for the, their with the beauty figuring out if he can find uh, his next wife and it's this quirky kind of offbeat yeah it's like rom-com yeah back to you wilson <laughs> what happened next i think about halfway through the movie when <laughs> nothing had happened i went okay what's this movie rated and trendy goes it's rated r and i went which in australia compared so we, yeah. uh, we do have some international yeah listeners. oh yeah R in the US is a very different thing it's to X. The R R eighteen plus in Australia is the equivalent of NC seventeen yeah. in the US yeah. for, for for context. Yeah, and then I went, oh boy, why on earth could this movie be rated R? 
Mm. And I was like, hmm, maybe there's just a really intense sex scene. And then they got the whole movie rated R. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I... There's a dude. No, it's like halfway through the movie. This is why I asked. It's How, almost exactly halfway There's like through. a dude yeah. with like a bag on his head or something like that. I truly can't remember. No, it's... um. So, so he 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 deci- he he decides on a girl, yeah, yeah, that he yeah. likes. At a certain point, I think it's almost exactly at halfway <laughs> through the movie, we cut to oh, it's a phone call, yeah, and we cut to the inside of her house, her apartment, yeah, for the first time, mm. and it's like something isn't right. Like it looks kind of seedy and gross, yeah. and, and I think the camera it's like a Dutch angle, so it's like yeah. well, immediately like, okay, what am I looking at? And there's a bag. That's in it. The yes, shop. yes. And then the bag moves and you're like, oh shit, there's a body in that bag. (laughs) (laughs) And it cuts away. Yeah. And then it just goes back to being a fucking rom-com for Mm -hmm. like 30 more minutes. And then I think bro gets like, he like falls asleep. I don't know. It gets, it gets kind of cloudy, but then the fucking craziest turn of events happens. There's like a dude that starts drinking his own vomit. And then, yeah, it's crazy. Guy gets the, so- yeah, it, it, it's it's not it's famous for two scenes in particular. Yeah, oh, it's actually the one scene, but two th- two things happen, two events occur. One of which is some acupuncture. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's not like that at all. Bro gets tortured for like twenty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and the other of which is his foot gets <gasps> oh yeah, like sawed off with oh, piano I wire. About that. Yes. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also their dog dies. Stop yes. it. That was no. so upsetting. Yeah. That was really upsetting. Like I just watched John Wick and that was yeah. sad enough. Oh boy, it's I remember like just the phrase like kitty 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 yeah. kitty 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 yes. is like burnt into my brain because it was just like what the hell? I couldn't I was like I don't think you've ever experienced this, Marty, but it's like watching the most grotesque shit ever. This mm. happened to me numerous times from mm. his recommendation. <laughs> and <laughs> it's watching the most horrific thing ever, but not being able to take your eyes off it. Because yeah, so you're it's like, I feel like it's like if you're at a beach and like and there's like a there's like an ugly naked guy that walks past and then you're like, <laughs> yeah. I can't not like look at that guy's dog. Have a peek. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. I hope, kind of. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> Somewhat, but it's also more like Bro's getting his foot sore, cut off, and mm. I'm going, whoo, and not cl- not cleanly. No, 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 like, it's pretty pretty grim. Back and forth with the piano one, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> whoa, wasn't this a rom com? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I have, I put put my hand up a few times, but I like it's it was just like yeah. whoa, but I couldn't take my eyes off it because it was just I don't know, I'm sick. Well. My favorite movie I watched for the first time this year was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Hey guys, watch the audition. Yeah. I loved Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It felt like it was a movie that was made in my mind for me. It's a pretty good movie. And um, it seems quite dissimilar. It's no audition, that's for sure. To the audition. <laughs> Comparing. I think my letterbox review for audition was like, I think I gave it like four and a half stars and I said, I hate that I love this movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, like I think I remember seeing it and then I was like, I don't want to know what this is. Because <laughs> I remember like you mentioned it yeah. previously oh and I was when we were filming the Batman episode and I was like, I don't want to do this. Mm. I'm just looking through my <coughs> list of 
I keep a list of everything that I watch. I mean, I log it on Letterboxd anyway. The most recent movie that I saw was a movie called Dark Water, which I'd never seen, which is... Um, How dark was it? Pretty dark. That's good stuff. Um, no, but it's it's a Hideo Nakata movie who did The Ring, like the, the, ri- the original one. <laughs> <laughs> and the dinner I made last night was really hot, like as in spicy hot. And let me tell you. Oh, oh brother. <laughs> Oh, um, no, but so Dark Water is sort of one of these 90s to early 2000s Japanese horror movies. So it was just terrifying? Um, yeah, but like nothing violent or right. grotesque or like just atmosphere in absolute buckets. I loved it. 2000, 2002. Just check my list. Um, yeah, and it's inspired by, I'd assume it's inspired by, um, actually, I'd have to check. This might have happened after Dark Water came out, but... Um, there have been a bunch of documentaries and, and stuff made about the Eliza Lamb murder case or mystery. Have you heard of this? No. So there's a um, they found a dead body in the water tank on the top of a hotel block. Brutal. And the only reason anyone found her is because the water was started bit, was tasting bit, weird. Bit and, and yeah. yeah. Um, and they and that they, they no one knows how she got in there because the um oh. the door was shut and locked. At the top of the water tank. Oh my god! Um, and there's also video footage of her in an elevator before she died. That's incredibly eerie and quite disturbing. Oh. Um. I'm actually uh, after we finish this podcast, I'm going to go and find out if this movie came out before or after because that's really creepy. I'm going to go and research that. Damn. I'm going to say, I'm probably not going to watch it. I'm going to say, <laughs> I might watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It, I yeah. I think it might. It's, well, I mean, probably only because it's the most recent one that I saw, but it might be up at the top of those sort of like 90s, 2000s J-horror movies. Also, um, Memories of Murder. I watched that this year. Yeah. Real good. Mm. You wouldn't mind that, I don't think. Okay. Some guy gets like fly kicked. Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I've seen one of his movies and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I it's, get it's fly really good. kicked. It's really cool. I love fly kicks. Yeah, but it's in like the weirdest context ever. Just watch the movie, man. Sure. That's really Wilson's review of one of the great murder, like yeah. crime thrillers. It's kind of similar to Zodiac, the um, yeah, but it's also Fincher like movie. just kind of sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's keep uh, mm, a keep move on. Going. This is gonna go for fucking ever. <laughs> I'm looking forward to editing this. Um, what have we done? Favorite cinematic? Did we do favorite? Yeah, we did favorite cinematic yeah. experience. Favorite scary movie? Um, movie that made you cry. Pinocchio. Let's talk about Pinocchio. It's far out. It's Pinocchio. Oh, actually, no. I want to talk about Top Gun. Because randomly, that movie made me cry so much. I was just real emotional watching that movie. Was it the stuff with Val Kilmer? Yeah. Yeah. That got me a little bit. Mm. Mm. It's always really moving when real life circumstances work. It's similar to we were talking about Black Panther on the last episode. Mm. um, Wakanda Forever. When real life stuff is woven into the movie. Yeah. It just hits so much harder. It was really, I, I don't know what it was, but I was just like, also, I don't, I seriously have no idea why. Mm. And something about the music, damn, I feel so patriotic for a country I don't even belong in. <laughs> Bro was tearing up when hearing like the guitar go, America. <laughs> I, I have seen an edit of that opening, like the planes. Oh yeah. Taking off or and landing. Dies. Um, no, where they've, instead of the, Danger Zone song, whatever that. I think oh yeah, it, um, they've put the Team America <laughs> music over. It's quite funny. Also, bro, bro is dead in the first minute, like ten minutes of that movie. Yeah, when he's going flying like Mach One or whatever, like Mach Ten, Mach Ten, yeah. yeah, and he just blows up. 
Yeah. Bro is dead. <laughs> no, it's Tom Cruise. It's fine. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Cruise, did you yeah. hear about the stunt they're doing for new Mission Impossible? I sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro was riding a motorcycle off a cliff and then base jumping. What? Idiot. <laughs> Pretty sick. What bone will he break this time? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, does he know that like- That kills you? No. Nah. Or that he just doesn't have to do that? Like, yeah, but he's Tom he Cruise, so why wouldn't he? Yeah. Special effects exist. But it's Tom Cruise, man. I, I do respect like the commitment to- <laughs> Yeah. When, when it's, you like, go- it's a bit now. It's not even like- Yeah. But when you go and see, like I remember seeing, is it Mission Impossible 4 when he's climbing the yeah. Burj Khalifa, Burj whatever it's called? Yeah, it is. That's 4. The, yeah. Like- I didn't. Need, I, I hadn't. I was young enough that I had no idea. Well, I knew who Tom Cruise was, but mm. I wasn't aware of like the old oh, Tom Cruise does his own stunts. But he's stuff. a madman. Mm. I just remember watching it, going like, "Holy shit, that's real!" Yeah. Like how how on earth it, and like it is uh, like a spectacle, and it is mm. really cool to watch. So yeah. I will be going to see it. It's a uh, spectacle we'll done very well. Yeah, because it's a real good movie, and it's not Avatar two. <laughs> and the second Mission Impossible movie. It's is real bad. Real bad. <laughs> yeah, see, like I've, I've decided to go through and rewatch them all before. I've done the same thing. Fallout I, is seriously incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've watched one. It's like so the first weird, one, yeah. Which also is a Brian De Palma movie, which yeah. I, I completely forgotten. And the makes yeah. it's really bizarre, but that's I, part of his thing. I love the first one. But I got, I, I, yeah, no, it's good. I it's just, just haven't watched the second one yet because I've heard so it's terrible. Bad. It's just the first one is just so different to like three, four, mm. five, and six. Yeah. It's I've just only so seen one and two. Really? Oh, I've only seen, yeah. well, now one, but I had only seen four, five, and six because I'd seen them as they came Damn. out. So I've, I've gone back and watched yeah. one. Damn. Haven't seen two or three yet, and I'm scared. Three's actually surprisingly good. Is that Abrams? Yeah. Yeah. There's like a scene, apparently one of the stunts, and that's like really dangerous. It's like a, he does like a weird like parachuting thing, mm. and apparently it's really dangerous and like nearly killed him. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Doesn't surprise Holding onto the side of a plane <laughs> while it takes off yeah. is also pretty dangerous, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but for I me, too would imagine that it was definitely Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah. I cried about four times. I watched it before I came here because I was like, I haven't seen enough 2022 movies. I'll watch Pinocchio. So good. And like, like my dad walked in the room, and I was just like, like wiping my tears because I was fucking sobbing. <laughs> I was crying next to my dad. I saw that movie in cinemas with him, and we were, I think I don't know if he was crying, but I was definitely yeah, just the, shedding some tears. The last scene. There's, there's so it's like if you haven't seen it someone turned the ac very hot and i was sweating watch it out of my eyeball don't watch the tom hanks one no nah, do it um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's the next category john t oh no what did you cry in was your well I, I cried well? in pinocchio i think we were t- again we were talking about this off mic but like when i heard that it, he Del Toro had said that it was the third part in a yeah. trilogy made up of The Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth. I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> like, count me in, it but also sense. I'm real confused. Having seen it, it makes, it makes total sense. Yeah. And that's part of why I think it's so good mm. is he talks a lot about, um, I, I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but an interview that he did with Adam Savage from Mythbusters, mm. which I think is on the Criterion special features for Cronus. Um, it's on YouTube. Go and find it. Um, talking about why he loves horror and fantasy um, is it cuts to the heart of like it, it enables fiction, whether it's a movie or a book or whatever to cut to the deepest, most childlike part of who you are in a way that like when you read really great fairy tales, Mm. um, the classics and even contemporary fairy tales, 
that are aimed at kids, there is a horror element. A, a, he says a complete and merciless brutality Whoa. at the heart of a lot of fairy tales. That is part of what cuts so deep when you're a child. So mm, like yeah. Roald Dahl, deeply cynical. Like I, yeah. I think, and that's part of what makes his writing amazing. Mm. So we will about the guy, um, but <laughs> and I will. And, okay. But I think that's part of why why Pinocchio resonates with me so much, is that it cuts like it pulls no punches, no. but but also is gentle enough to show to kids. And it is so funny. Yeah, like I laughed a mm. lot. It's also just like really out of place musical numbers. That oh. is the one thing like I, I kind of loved it. Especially the one when he's doing, when it's like all the toilet humor. Hysterical. <laughs> so just for everyone playing at home, just mid-sentence, Wilson <laughs> screamed and said, I have a major cramp. And, oh and neither Jonty or I have gone to assist him. We are just watching and laughing. <laughs> have you stretched it? Yes, yes. Okay, good. Oh. <laughs> Something about Pinocchio? I don't know. I'm so yeah. sorry. I, I feel like for it to be a five-star oh. movie, I w- I'd, I'd want there either to be no musical numbers or more musical numbers. But, you know. I agree. Nitpicking. Uh, let's go. Oh, actually. Well, yeah. So, Pinocchio, um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Also, yeah, yeah. I, I've watched it twice now. Oh, yeah. um, and when I started crying because there were two rocks on screen that hadn't even started talking to each other yet, the second time I watched it, Claire just looks at me like, what? Bitch. <laughs> why, why are you crying? <laughs> But like, yeah, that movie just and that final scene in the car park between yeah, I was yeah, touching your, your elbow whilst I was crying in that movie. Were you? Our, our elbows. We were brushing elbows. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> our, our elbows were touching, and I was wow, such a really sweet moment. I was trying to. I was definitely crying. I was. I was crying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I, I watched it with my mum and dad. What did they think of it actually? Mum loved it. Dad even looked up from Candy Crush a few times. <laughs> Huge. That's a that's glowing <laughs> endorsement from David. That's so funny. So you saw it at home. You didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. because it didn't come on when I was out in the outback. That's right. Yeah. 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 Rest in peace, outback boy. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go. Favorite animated movie. It's, it's Pinocchio, isn't it? Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Would you rate Mad God higher than Pinocchio? Oh, actually, you make a very good point there. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that one, which is bad. Two stop motion yeah. animations as well. There's, mul- there's been a few stop motions come out this year. There's another one that I've completely forgotten about. Yeah, no, Mad God is... E- it's it's hard to even compare them in the slightest. Of course. Because yeah. one of them has no story and one of them has a very sweet story about Pinocchio. <laughs> and the other one has some of the most fantastic stop motion I've seen in my entire life. But the other one is Pinocchio. Mm. So it's real hard to compare them. Mm. Marcel Lachelle... Hasn't That's come it. out in Australia That's yet. It. Yeah, that was the other one that I heard. But there was, there was, I feel like there was something else that I liked. Turning red. Yeah, I haven't seen Turning Red. It's really good. Tell me what you like about Turning Red. I don't know. I've heard it's just like culturally, it was beautiful, great stories. Yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting, and especially like watching it as a guy, as a white guy, mm. who doesn't get periods, who doesn't get periods, and doesn't understand like you know both the cultural like familial aspect of it as well as like you know for people who menstruate that aspect as well 
she just turns into a panda. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like I just liked it. It was good. I cried. I laughed. Big pandas fighting each other is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not just because I don't know. They're period pandas. But no, I fucking loved it. And that sounded insensitive about me calling them period pandas. But <laughs> yeah, bro. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Hell yeah, awesome. dude. My I favorite animated movie was not Lightyear. I was going to say, Lightyear is one that I wanted to be good. I have um, thoughts. Taika Waititi's in that movie though. Yeah. He plays a, a, a goofy dude. I have thoughts a about Lightyear. A silly Lightyear. little goober. Yeah. Silly little goober. Silly little goober. I'm just deflated by how not good Lightyear is. Um, I like to the yeah. point where I've just dissociated it from mm. being a Toy Story movie. Because mm. Toy Story as a trilogy is perfect as four movies is less perfect, but it's still yeah. like they all are great. And so I'm just going to pretend that Lightyear isn't necessarily, I mean, it isn't a part of that. Like, it, yeah, people that yeah, know, yeah, yeah. people have seen it know, know what I'm talking about. It's not really a part of the Toy Story no. universe. Um, so I'm going to continue by that just logic. assuming that it doesn't interact with any of the other movies. Um, the most impactful moment of that movie is when the toy cat goes flying through space. <laughs> yeah. And all the kids in the theater went, <gasps> <laughs> You can probably cut that out because I said that exact same thing on another one of your podcasts. You did. We talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Um, speaking of She-Hulk, let's talk about series very quickly. Um, favorite series TV show that you saw this year? We don't have to talk about this for long. <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> it's either Sandman or Peacemaker. Oh shit! I forgot Sandman even came out. Yeah, it's so good though. Yeah. Sandman. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't I keep TV shows in my brain. Mm. I watch them and I kind of thoughts on She-Hulk. <laughs> I watched the last episode and I really didn't like it. Yeah, that was bad. I didn't really watch yeah. it. I, did, I didn't watch another episode. I just didn't like mm. that. Went there. That went. Hey man, it's we're on Disney Plus now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was The Boys season three this year? Yes. Okay, I really like oh, that. That's that good. was good. That was good. Um, oh, and I just want to say, just before I forget, please come at me if you didn't like She-Hulk because you didn't like the fact that the female experience is harder than the male experience. Please come at me. Doesn't sex tape get leaked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like proper revenge porn. That's crazy. No, it's fucking awesome. It's a great show. Marvel. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> should we talk about House of the Dragon real quick? I thought it I was great. I also forgot about that. It was good. Yeah, I think uh, I am super happy that the Game of Thrones quote-unquote universe is, is now back on, on the rails because I was really upset by how bad Season 8 was. Uh, no, no, I love Season 8. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought House of the Dragon was great. Yeah, I only watched two and a half episodes of Rings of Power. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, I think I watched two episodes. Man, this is how much I forget about TV. Rings. I really enjoyed Rings of Power. I loved what I watched of it. The first, the first five minutes really are incredible. Like, there's no reason. I, like, there's no reason I stopped watching it. Mm. Like, I really liked it. There's a. It's you actually. Know, I, really I good. think it is because it came out at the same time as House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. And then it also came out same time as She Hulk. And then there might have been a Star Wars thing. As I can't remember. There was just so much coming out. Yeah, at there once. was just a lot. Yeah. No, I remember. It was actually pretty fun watching House of the Dragon and then immediately, it was either either watching Rings of Power first then House of the mm. Dragon or like switching between them. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun, like a, a good like two hours of my Monday night or Tuesday night or whatever it was. Mm. 
It was a lot of fun. And Rings of Power it probably increased in quality because of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really enjoyed it. And I'm very excited for season two. Yeah, I am going to watch it. The last episode's real good. Okay. And there's also an entire episode that's just like, let's fight. Oh, I like fighting. Let's show people orc. Mm. <laughs> I also liked the most recent Rick and Morty. I thought that was fun. Rick and Morty, it will always, yeah. I'll always watch it's it. always fun. Yeah. Regardless of how yeah. crazy it I gets. I got real meta this season. Yeah. Like, in fact, three episodes. Or yeah. yeah. But yeah, for me, it's, it's either Sandman or Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I reckon mine is probably Sandman. Mm. I'm, I was so happy when season two got announced. Yeah. Oh, I would have been I, so bummed yeah. if they didn't do it. Um, let's do, we're getting towards the pointy end. We'll wrap this up with some, uh, some big categories. Mm. Favorite, or maybe not your, like we can just talk about some of our favorite performances of the year. Mm. Um, I think uh, Kristen Stewart in Spencer, another one that, I haven't seen that. 2021 for some other countries, but in Australia, 2022. Um, I think she is wonderful and I'm going to put her in the same boat as Anna Diamas in Blonde. Two very, very similar roles playing two varying degrees uh, across the two different movies but fictionalised versions of very high-profile women dealing with some pretty hectic stuff in their heads. I think, depending, like your mileage can vary on how how you get along with, especially Blonde. I know that there's been quite a lot of discourse around people finding that pretty tough to watch for some very valid reasons. Um, Spencer's obviously the much more uh, accessible of the two movies. Mm. Um, and I actually, I, I wrote a post about it on the on the blog comparing those two, especially to Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With Me, where all three are kind of, I mean, at, at a more surface level, they're pretty blonde women going through some shit. Um, but it takes very seriously and in a way that is troublesome in a lot of other movies. <laughs> For people that are listening, <laughs> seemingly without prompting, <laughs> the gentleman to my right-hand side just lifted his shirt up. <laughs> Come on, Wilson. <laughs> While I'm talking about, I was scratching my ear. Cinema taking trauma seriously. Um, Damn. Yeah, I think I think both of their performances are really, really fantastic. Regardless of how you feel about either of those two movies, um, yeah, I think really, really fantastic performances. Um, and I know you, we you've talked about. I don't. Have you actually seen Blonde? No, because I know we were, we were talking about yeah um, our feelings about it. Um, I think I, for people that really come down hard on the it's bad angle and bad in a, with a capital B as in it's actually um, exploit, exploitative, mm. um, I think I, I saw it after having heard Mark Kermode talk about it on the, the Kermode and Man's Take show, um, describing it first and foremost as a horror film about repressed trauma resurfacing for a woman whose identity is split and the and the it's a very the, Mark Kermode thing to yeah, say. Yeah, but like the the gap between who Marilyn Manson is as a public figure, Marilyn Monroe, so Marilyn Manson, good lord, but the That's gap, Charles, bro, the, <laughs> the gap between Marilyn Monroe as a public figure mm. as a false 
um, manufactured identity that was hypersexualized and 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 um, mediated for marketing, mm, mm. and who Norma Jean was as Norma a person, Jean. Um, and where trauma resurfaces in that gap when she's trying to traverse between who those two people are. That is what Blonde wow. is about, not mm. necessarily about depicting Isn't really the long. real story. Yeah, it's it's like three hours long. But I totally wow. also 100% understand people not getting on with that movie because it is full on. And it is, I, I totally understand people finding it exploitative. I've heard one scene that happens in that movie. Yeah, I've heard another one which I don't want to talk about because it makes me sick. It, oh, yeah. yeah. And, it, and <laughs> I, I think yeah. similar, so we're, we both Maybe are Twin POV. Peaks. We, we're both Twin Peaks fans. Yeah. And I think scenes like that, which are the, they're, the, there aren't scenes that are the same in Twin Peaks, but there are similar scenes of watching awful things happen, oh. especially to the female body, that are awful because they need to be. And I think it's actually Whoa. important for those things to be depicted without being softened. Yeah. If you're going if you're going to depict it for the purpose of telling a story, I think it's really important to do it properly and not to soften it yeah. because then it's actually irresponsible. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I totally get when people feel differently. That's totally valid. I haven't seen it. Other, other favorite, favorite performances? I have a short list of five. Oh, hit it. I don't have a short list. I don't In no particular order. Michelle Yeoh. Hell yes. Um, Kiwi Chan. Facts. Bro, killed it. Little Angela bro. Bassett. In Wakanda Forever, yeah. particularly that scene when she just breaks. Beautiful. Yep. Facts. Paul Dano. Facts. Florence Pugh. I was going to say that. In Don't Worry Darling. I was going to say that. She is like, I don't think that Harry's bad, but like Harry looks bad because of how good Florence young. Pugh is. There's like one scene that really shows how much of a bad actor that man is. I'm I gave so everything, Alice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh my lord. But yeah, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Florence Pugh is yeah. like way too good for how bad that movie is. I don't, I don't like that movie. I I almost talked oh, about. I was, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna put that one forward for most forgettable because I don't think it's bad. I think I wrote it down. Yeah. I, I just think I put that down for most. Forgettable. And the, the, I think part of the reason I didn't is because of how much annoying media hype there was around it that's yeah. probably more interesting than the movie itself did he spit on chris we're not talking Pine. about that shit <laughs> I, I don't care it's like rich rich people talking about rich people shit i it just I, I it annoys me i liked the movie a lot hey man that's good thanks man i'm proud of you thanks, i'm happy Willie. for you thank you i didn't <laughs> um, have, have you got some top picks yes i forgot his name the Northman. Alex Skarsgård. Bill. Alex. Bill. Jeffrey. <laughs> Stellan. <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård in Andor. Amazing. There you go. Sorry, I haven't I seen it. He was real good in that movie, even though a lot of what he did was just like scream. Mm. I loved it. It was real good. Um, I was mm. going to say Florence Pugh. She had a really good performance. Mm. But yeah, not needed for that movie. Um. Uh, I was going to say, I, I was thinking either Paul Dano or Robert Pattinson. They did real good. Mm. Yeah. Either of you see, and we'll talk about this, will come up in, later in the uh, favourites, which, spoiler, do you, either of you see All Quiet on the Western Front? 
I'm, no, I Netflix. Didn't. I wanted okay. to. I'm just looking it came up. Out like a month ago. I can't remember the lead actor's name, um, and I'm, when I do find it, I won't be able it's, to pronounce it. it I'm sure, it's but real he, good, isn't it? yeah, it like, and I say this as a compliment. Reminded me in a lot of ways of, and again, I can't remember this this actor's name. The lead in Come and See, the Russian oh, war yeah. film from oh, eighty eighty five, I think that one came out. Very similar in terms of the trajectory and the way that that character's depicted and the way that war will fuck you up. War um, bad, bro. And I think a Pinocchio is also a very good way of war saying that sad, war bad bro. sad. That's right. Uh, favorite scores. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. Did you have a favorite performance? Um, I really liked. Oh, I'm so bad at remembering names right now. Little bro from Men. Oh, Rory Rory Kinnear. Yeah, that guy. He did yep. a really good job on that movie. Yep, hundred percent. He plays a little kid. <laughs> well, yeah. So he yeah. has multiple roles, and yeah. it's fantastic. You haven't seen Men, have you, Marty? No, no. So he um, but I know the the premise. Yeah, she goes to to a little town to process some some grief, and all the men in the town are played by Rory Kinnear, and he does a great job. Yeah, you also see one. a lot of him, to say the least. Boy, oh boy, do you ever see one of that man? What I didn't say last week in favorite final scene in a movie was uh, <laughs> men. the last 10 minutes of men. <laughs> oh I my saw that. Lord. My mouth was open for the last 10 minutes. Like, and yeah. I just couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I <laughs> Can I watch it with you? Um, sure. Yeah. 100%. We'll do that. Okay. Men. Men. Um, all right, man, man. I would love to watch Men with you. Let's do it. Favorite score, the Batman. Yeah. Or don't yeah. worry, darling, but probably the Batman. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not gonna lie. When you when you said that to me earlier, <laughs> I racked my brain to try and remember. I don't remember a the score. It's just don't worry, like darling. the vibes. It's the vibes, bro. But it's the Batman. The Batman's my number one. Yeah, I feel like there was something else. Uh, I've got, hit me. My favorite was probably uh, Spencer again. Mm. Uh, Johnny Greenwood makes some wonderful music. Um, he has done a whole bunch of different scores, but it. he did um, Power of the Dog last year as well. The Dog. Um, which, have you guys seen that one? I have. Yeah. Really no. Good. I quite liked it. Jane Champion. That's not his head name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Netflix one. So. Oh, has that got the Bender Spicked Pumba Spatch? Sure does. <laughs> um, but yeah. Bro. Uh, that's a spoiler. Actually, don't worry. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, the music for Spencer, I think, is really good. Um, I put it on when I'm writing sometimes. So. The music for Nope. Oh. Yeah, so real good. Good call. Good call. Uh, There's a piece of music called The Run on that soundtrack. Mm. And it was my fifth highest played song of the year. It's like a minute long. Oh, damn. That's good banger territory. And it makes an impact. Mm. Mm. I'm um, I'm now thinking back on Don't Worry, Darling because I, <laughs> like I genuinely liked it. No the movie, I just don't yeah. remember it. So yeah. I don't to, remember it. The thing it. is, like, I couldn't even tell you why I didn't like it because I've forgotten why I didn't <laughs> like it. I've just forgotten so much about that movie, except that one scene where Harry Styles is in the car and he, she's getting ripped out of the car, and he's like, oh, yeah. "I'm so in, yeah, yeah. I'm so." It's that's made an impact on me. Uh, should we do, let's do favorites? No, actually, let's do oh. least favorites first. Do you have a least favorite movie Avatar, you saw this year? The Way of the Water. Is that really it the- It fucking sucks. <laughs> you, I challenge you now. Surely you can think of a movie that you liked mm. less than Avatar. 
So are you sure. telling me? Uncharted. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. C- c- for, I was just trying to run through in my brain. Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. You, it you was saying a bit Avatar of a, was the least, <laughs> your yeah, least favorite movie of the year. It was a bit of a reaction, but yeah. I, it's this most recent one that I've absolutely hated that I've seen recently. I know. Okay. I, I don't hate it. You gave it two and a half stars. That's not a hate. No, but the only re- it's out of respect because it took him 13 years to make it mm. and it looks real good. That's not true. You also said it was because someone said butthole. Someone says butthole. Yeah. Oh, that's and it's funny. on subtitles in, as well. It's on subtitles. Okay. So you can read the word butthole and, and okay. the lady says it like- You can read- Because she <laughs> says it in the native tongue. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it um Spider, the like the kid with dreadlocks? I think he says it. It's either that or the worst voice I've ever heard in a movie of Sigourney Weaver playing a 13 year old. Yeah, true. Which it's actually makes me want to rip my ears off. That was pretty bad. Because <laughs> it's like, you can tell that it's really heavily distorted and changed yeah. to, to sound like a 13 year old. Oh, it's my mummy. Yeah, yeah. It's Grace, my mummy. It sounds nothing like that, but it's just like similar vein. It's so bad. I, know, I also know it's been pointed out and memed to death, but the fact that like, and all the subtitles in this movie use it as well, but the papyrus font. Oh, is, yeah. is now synonymous with Avatar. It's oh it's I have two least favorites. Yep, hit me. Black Adam. Correct. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> I, I liked it when I first watched it. Oh, okay. But I think about it more. Oh, it's so bad. And it's bad. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, but that's probably worse than Avatar. <laughs> I think there's one that's worse than both of those. Whoa. The Bubble. Haven't seen it. I don't know. It, I haven't it's even a Judd Apatow movie yeah. about yeah. people making a movie. That's all you need to say. In lockdown. That's all I need to say. And it, su- it fucking sucks. I will steer clear. I hadn't even heard of it until you. You know what also about really it, sucks? What? Minions, The Rise of Gru. I didn't but see it. This bitch has seen it three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. If people want to read Wilson's reviews, including his review of Minions, The Rise of Gru, they can find him on Letterboxd. Yeah. Um, I think I have a very clear answer to this one. Yeah. And I'm pretty, I don't think either of you have seen this movie which to me makes me feel better that less people <laughs> subjected themselves to this worthless, genuinely upsettingly bad movie. <laughs> that it's the first time I've ever gone to a movie in a theatre and the experience of going to see a movie ruined my day. Whoa. Dash cam. <laughs> that, who's in that? I actually... Don't mind that you just ripped a fart while I said dash cam because that sums up how I feel about dash cam. Who's in that movie? Um, I don't remember her name. Oh, so it's not the one with um. She's my lead. Steve from Stranger Things. No, 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 no. Um, that's Spree. Spree was okay. I didn't. I think that was last year. Bro has a bowl cut. Um, Spree was alright. It, it it's like Spree but worse. Um, oh dear. There are so many things that I don't like about it. The thing that I do like about it, it's seventy two minutes long. <laughs> With credits, you know what I, I you know what I oh, also really, I have two things that I've just figured out that I really didn't like. Mm. Halloween ends. Let me finish talking about dash cam. Oh my bad. I'm not done, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this movie oh. so much. Oh, we, we will get to Halloween ends. Oh, don't you worry. But I'm just gonna put a put a pin in that because Ooh. let me tell you. <laughs> oh my god. Dash cam genuinely ruined my day, and I'll tell oh. you why. It's a found footage movie. Um, about God, a woman who is an anti-vaxxer. Uh, she is a I Trump, hear it. She's a Trump apologist. <gasps> she wears a MAGA hat. Um, she doesn't. She doesn't. She intentionally try like doesn't wear masks and makes fun of people for not for for wearing oh masks. My God. Um, and we're meant to sympathize with this character and spend literally every frame of the movie rooting for her. Oh. Even worse, by the end of the movie, she doesn't fucking die. Oh. Ah, she gets away. 
Fuck oh. that. And it is a found she footage. So she, she like, okay. She live streams oh. from her Uber, her playing music. So that's her thing is she, she's a live streaming improv, improv musician. <laughs> and the film subjects us to some of the worst music I've oh. ever heard in any movie ever. And I'm pretty sure it was improvised by the actors who have no fucking clue how to play music or compose music or sing. And if I, I, I can't remember this actress's name, I do apologize. I'm sure you're a lovely person. Bro, but your ca- get paid. That character, I actually, like, I talked about Martyrs earlier. Dashcam is the other one that I almost left because it was so bad and it was actually giving me a headache and making me upset that I had spent the money to go and see it. And if it had been any longer, I would have left, but I didn't. I Rant over. <laughs> I just had to get that out because holy fuck, that movie will be waiting for me in hell. I just want to say I have not seen Morbius, which is why. No, neither. I would, I would voluntarily watch Morbius <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> Over have you, have you seen Cameron. Morbius? No, I haven't. Oh, but I would voluntarily watch that ten times over watch like even five minutes of Dashcam again. When you search up Dashcam, it comes up the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia article name is Dashcam in brackets horror movie. Uh, it's also so the the biggest mistake or not mistake the the worst thing that a horror movie can do is not be scary. Yeah, and not once was I even remember. I was just like, I was scared that the character wasn't going to get killed and get what she has coming for her. And it never happened. Yeah. It's not often that I get actually upset by how bad something is. You should track down all the copies of Dashcam and destroy them. I don't think it's been put out on physical, but I I, I will. Find the master copy of it on like a hard drive and just like get a hammer and just bang. Mm. If I do, I'll film it. Please do. Yeah. Like a whole like, doco about it. So I'm open to hearing other suggestions for the worst movie of the year, but you're wrong. It was Dashcam. All right. Yeah. Halloween ends. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so... I, don't, I, I can't, can't even back that up. It's just real bad. So he's like... I've seen it once. As have I. And all I heard about it beforehand was it is awful. Yeah. I think it is better than Halloween Kills. No way. Halloween Kills is at least funny. At least has that bit where that bitch shoots us in the face. But yeah, 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 yeah. At least has that. There is no redemption. Like, so, there's not even like, it's a Halloween movie. You expect people to get killed. Yeah. Like, everyone gets killed off screen. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Except, that's true. Spoilers, so just to explain. Michael. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. You just spoiled it. But <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not gonna In Halloween it. Kills, mm. we so we watched it for Halloween um, after church on a Sunday. Nice. Um, so we're, we're all watching it together. There's a moment where there's four or five characters together in a car. Yeah. And Michael Pretty Myers cool shows bets. up and, and dispatches them. Nice. Um, there's a woman. Oh what a good term. Is she that. a nurse or is she just dressed like a nurse? Uh, oh, no, I think she's just dressed like a she's nurse. She's dressed Halloween. like a nurse. Yeah. And she has a shotgun that she doesn't know how to use. And she's trying to like figure out how to use it. And Michael Myers, she's outside the car. No, it's a handgun. It's a handgun. Yeah. And Michael Myers is inside the car and kicks the door as she's firing the gun. And the door hits her and knocks the gun back towards her and she shoots herself in the fucking face. It's seriously <laughs> the greatest death in cinema. <laughs> and we couldn't stop laughing. That sounds like a mix between... It's a meme. Like It's a it's literal like meme. Pulp Fiction... <laughs> and at the end of the last of the Harry Potter movies, when he expelliarmuses him, and then the wand flips, and then he fucks him. Yeah, yeah. 
It's it's like those two things happened in one. I don't right. even have an opinion. I also have not seen that movie and don't want to. Yeah, oh, it's no. real bad. I actually thought having I, I thought it was dog shit when I saw it, but I think in as time has gone on, I have respected it more for at least trying to do something. Corey different. is the lamest character I've ever seen in a movie. Sure, but what they could have done very easily was just do Halloween three that follows on from Halloween Kills and just do the Halloween Kills for another for a second time. Yeah, at, at the very least, they tried. They swung and had it had a go. Boy, oh boy, did they miss! I, you know what else is real bad of this year, though? Yeah. I don't want to talk about Halloween Ends anymore. Okay. It's so <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're not going to like me for this. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is a steaming pile of complete dog shit. I haven't actually... I'd say, I, all it, I know is that it's a thing. I haven't actually... Is I don't know anything about it. I haven't seen so it. so bad that I'm considering it to be one of the worst. It's not even a movie. It's just so bad. I had fun. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> and this is about me, dude. Sorry. I don't I don't even know. Like it's following the two worst me- two worst actors mm. of the Guardians of Mantis and Drax. And wow. it's supposed to be like, "Whoa, boy, they're having a rollicking holiday adventure finding Kevin Bacon." Oh, that's right. What he, the he fuck himself, is that about? He? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the actress of Mantra, Man- Mantis, is so like offensively bad. She cannot act. <laughs> I feel so bad saying that. I'd just like to say the uh, the opinions expressed on this podcast are not <laughs> uh, representative of that of uh, Blue Rose Film Corporation, because <laughs> I'm sure she's lovely. But- I'm sure she is, but <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I kind of like, she's just- It was on my list of things to check out over the summer, but I guess not. It's so bad. I really liked it. And I thought that Plom Clement, Pom Clement. The music sucked. Is that, are you going to say you enjoyed the music? I really liked it. <laughs> I, yeah. And that's what's good about opinions. Some people have them. Other people's don't deserve them. <laughs> that was mean. I'm that, sorry. I don't okay. deserve an opinion. I say that was a- not particularly well put together, well-known saying, but <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about favorites. Let's round it out. Um, before we talk about our favorites, um, uh, earlier in the year, I put out the call to the uh, following on Film review on Instagram. If you're not following, uh, I spend lots of time on there. So if you want to chat to me about movies, that's where you can do that. Um, and lots of other people that are probably more of a movie, movie nerd than I am, uh, put a call out. To say, hey, let me know what your favorite movie of the year was. So we've got a few. Um, our good friend Will G. Cometti. G'day, Will. Hi, Will. He says, Nope was one of my favorites of the year. Really fun experience and themes that were set up and delivered really well. Enjoyed the horror slash thriller slash adventure blend. Yep. Which I, yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I, I think I didn't give it enough credit at the time for the way that it blends like Steven Spielberg-esque yeah. adventure with like the scene, it turns out to be a fake out scare, but with the aliens <laughs> in the in the horse mm. stable, really scary. Genuinely, um, yeah. But then, yeah, it turns into a Funny. big adventure movie and it's got the, the comedy works really well. Like we were saying with um, Barbarian, comedy and horror blending yeah. together is really, really difficult to do. It does it really yeah. well. It's because Jordan feels the goat. And I, I love that, 
his three theme, uh, three films so far are so different. Get Out is mm. like is a thriller oh. satire. <laughs> is a thriller satire horror thing. Us is much more of a straight horror film. Yeah. Um, but all three of them swing for the fences, and you know your mileage may vary on how much you connect with any particular one. But all yeah. of them are big, bold swings that are distinct from the other. Um, it's all about monkeys, bro. Yeah. Don't treat monkeys bad, bro. Any other thoughts on Nope? Loved it. Yeah, it's good. I was going to say, yeah. Yep. Um, Ollie from Great Account, Ollie of the Dead, recommend. Hi, Ollie. Checking out his stuff. Hi, Ollie. Um, He (laughs) says, hey, my favorite film of the year was The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which I have not seen. I haven't seen that. That's the um, Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. All I know about that movie is Pedro my girlfriend's Pascal. parents hated it. Oh, did they? And that, that's a very good thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I also haven't seen it, but I've heard a many a good thing. Yeah. He says, it's great because it works on multiple levels, not just as a great action comedy buddy movie, but a fascinating deconstruction of Nick, Cage public, Nick Cage's public persona and his reaction to it. There's definitely a blurring of the line since his old self is wearing the T-shirt that Nick wore in his most over-the-top ego-driven interview one which he feels horrified by now. And I love that his character has a daughter in the film. He didn't when he made it, but months later he announced that he and his wife were expecting a baby, his first daughter, a real example of of life imitating art. There you go. Thanks for the message, Ollie. Mm. Thanks, Um, Ollie. Thanks, Thanks, Ollie. Yeah, I haven't still haven't seen that. It's definitely streaming somewhere. I just haven't got around to... Mm. It's one of those ones that I just missed in theatres and didn't feel strongly enough about it to check it out as soon as it came to streaming. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's fun. Another message from uh, an account known we've uh, spoken about Wilson, our love of this account's profile picture. The account, <laughs> <There's always> <laughs> <laughs> the account known as Steve Buscemi body pillow. Um, the picture, the profile picture is wonderful. It's Steve Buscemi with his eyes yeah. inverted. Um, says my favorites are either <laughs> I'll show you later. Okay. Are either Vortex, Gaspar Noé, um, or Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Any movie that makes me cry a lot instantly ranks amongst my favourites of the year. It's just such a rare occurrence that I have to give praise to anything that emotionally affects me so much. With Vortex, I cried out of pure despondency because I lost a grandmother in a very similar way a year ago. And Marcel covered very similar ground, but I found myself crying for that sense of community amongst tragedy that was oh so familiar to so many of us that survived the pandemic. Um, And then Lux A. Turner was maybe a third, which is also Gaspar Noe's weird um, art movie experiment was maybe my third but that's because i tend to love crazy lighting and strobe effects it activates my lizard brain me too i loved luxa turner um i haven't seen vortex yet i've been really looking forward to it have you guys heard about this movie no no um so gas definitely has shoes on though he does um so that 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 doesn't come out until next year here in australia i'm very much i think i don't think (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if vortex has screened anywhere in australia yet i feel like it might have very limited but it hasn't come out on physical or anything yet. Um, so that's why I haven't seen that one yet. Um, do you guys know much about Gaspar Noé? No. Is that the bro that did Climax? Yes. So I haven't seen Argentinian slash movie, French scared of him. Um, crazy man. His favorite movie is Salo. There's a oh ma- you know, my God. <laughs> you know the, um, the Criterion closet videos? Yeah. He, he's, when he went in, he's like talking about all these movies and then he takes down the Salo Blu-ray and just looks at it for like a minute and doesn't say anything. It's very funny. Um, so his, his uh, Vortex came out this year is um, stars Dario Argento, who is a 
Italian filmmaker who made Suspiria in the 70s. Can I tell you a really weird fact about Gaspar Noé? Yeah. I watched that Criterion video that we were just talking about and I liked it Mm -hmm. and I was the 8,000th like on that video. That's so crazy, man. I watched it go from 7,000 and when I liked it, it went to 8,000. And I went, what? Sorry. That is crazy. That's so freaking crazy. Um, So Vortex is... I'm... Yeah, it sounds really upsetting but in a way that I think I'm ready to subject myself to. It's about um, a couple, one of which is suffering from, uh, they're aging and one of them suffering from dementia, but the entire film is split screen. Um, so he experimented with that a little bit in, um, oh, did he do it in Climax? But then in Lux Turner, which is like a 50 minute long art film, does, like a lot of that is in split screen as well. Um, thank you for the message. Um, especially, um, sorry to hear that your, uh, grandma passed away. Um, uh, but especially that stuff about the pandemic, I feel like that's one of the great things about movies is that, uh, watching stuff together and chatting about it Mm. has been one of the awesome things to do during the pandemic. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that Marcel did that for you. And I'm also very much looking forward to seeing that, but again, it doesn't come out in Australia until next year. Gentlemen. Uh, look, again, thank you to the people that sent yeah. in messages. Um, we love hearing from you. Keep sending messages in. Mm. Gentlemen, what are your favourite movies of the year? Um, I've, I've got a few. I think Men, it kind of always fluctuates for me. But at the, as of right now, I think Men is probably my favourite. Just because it was such a effective experience. I really enjoyed it. But my list for my favorites are Men, Nope, Barbarian, The Batman, Top Gun, The Northman, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, and Pinocchio. Great list. That's kind of my great list. List of good things. list. Yeah. What about you? My list has four movies on Huge. it: The Batman, mm. and then Everything Everywhere. All and this is not in order. Then Everything Everywhere, All at Once, The Glass Onion, A Knives Out Story, yeah. and Pinocchio. Great list. Thank you. Um, one that, or two that we haven't talked about really yet. Um, the Worst Person in the World didn't come out in Australia widely until 2022. Uh, sort of romantic comedy drama. Um, loved, love, 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 love that movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on Mubi. Um, they've also put out a really great Blu-ray of it, if you can get your hands on that. Um, and good luck to you, Leo Grand. Um, depending on how I edit this podcast, you might have heard Claire... <laughs> talking about it in the background when she came home from work um is a really great movie it's uh, uh in fact i've written about it in an article that you can go and read for insights magazine about some movies that you may not have seen this year um i will link it in the description so that i don't spend too much time talking about it now but it's really great it is 90 percent two people in a room talking and bonking occasionally um it's emma thompson who is a retired school teacher um who is divorced and decides, hey, I've never really experimented or thought much about this whole sex thing. So hires a sex worker um, who is the titular Leo Grant. um, And it is mostly uh, them talking in a hotel room. Um, And it is unreal. It's really, really, really good. Um, It's one that not many people saw as well, I don't think. Oh, Claire's just walked back in. Do you have anything to say about Leo Grant? (laughs) It was good. Um, so yeah, good luck to you, Leo Grand. We'll be up there in my favorite. Uh, I talked about The Innocence 
Yeah. Dutch horror movie. Mm. That's really great. Um, and all, all Quiet on the on the Western Front. Um, but I agree with the others that you guys said as well. What can I say? Um, we'll finish up by looking very briefly at next year. I'm really excited to see Oppenheimer. Yeah. I'm excited to see The Fableman and Banshees of... Banshees of Sharon. Yeah, that's that's one that I'm super super hard looking forward to as well. Oh, Wilson's leg almost cramped up again. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> I've got three. Yep, hear me. Um, that I've, I'm really keen to see Barbie. I'm really yes. keen to see Cocaine Bear. Yes. And I'm really keen to see Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah. I'm also very excited for Dune, part 10. Yeah. So yeah and then there's other, like, you know, June and there's other yeah. things. But friend of the podcast, Jack, uh, will be coming back in the new year to talk about Denis Villeneuve Dune. And then we'll be back again, again, to talk about part two when that one comes out. Excited. Very much um, you guys seen the trailer for Babylon? Yes. No. That's one I'm very much looking forward to. That's the next Damien Chazelle film. It's like three hours long. Um, Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, a bunch Brad of other Pitt. people. Toby Maguire. Looks fantastic. <laughs> I'll be going to see that. <laughs> Toby. On, uh, opening day when that comes out next month. Uh, where can people find you online? Motherboxed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm 18. <laughs> Check my account out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Giant Willy 73. <laughs> I've posted nine videos so far. <laughs> On the orange YouTube. <laughs> uh, what about you, Matty? Where can people find you online? If they um, want to hit you up. Instagram, Marty Cornford on Instagram. You can send me an email if you want to. <laughs> You're just going to put your personal email up online? Yeah. Okay. My email is um, <laughs> wilsondrayden17 at gmail.com. That's, that's actually not what it is. Okay, great. Because I was going to edit that out if you are going to put your personal email. No, it's email not my real one. Great. Um, you can find me at John T underscore Comfort or, of course, uh, Film Review on Instagram. Um, I'm on <laughs> I'm on Letterboxd as well. Um, I post uh shitty little reviews that are usually taking the piss out of it um yeah or you can email us at blue rose uh and email me dot film review at gmail.com email me get in touch let us know what you thought what your favorite movies were um thanks again for joining me on the podcast i've gone a little bit insane this has gone for a long time yeah we apo- we apologize <laughs> this is probably unlistenable but you know yeah. if you've made it this far thank you bye bye see you in the new year Thanks for listening to the Blue Rose Film Podcast. You can support this podcast by leaving a five-star review, or even better, you can just share it with a friend. Next year, we'll also be launching Acast Plus, where you can get a whole bunch of bonus content every month, including at least two bonus episodes every month, transcripts of the deep dive episodes, and a whole lot of other goodies for just $5 a month. You can sign up now by following the link in the show notes. You can get in touch by emailing us at bluerose.filmreview at gmail.com or you can find us on socials and get in touch there. We'd love to hear from you, so feel free to shoot us a message about any of the films we talked about on today's episode or any other episode of the show. Don't forget to check out the blog where you can read more pieces by myself about great films and continue the conversation. Thanks to Acast for hosting this podcast and thanks to producer Ritterman for our theme music. I'll see you next time, but until then, don't forget, if you've never had an experience with annoying audience members in a cinema, maybe you're that guy. Take care.